Hi, everyone, and welcome to Season 1, Episode 31 of the Manly Hanley Podcast. This is the podcast with no limits on what we'll cover. I'm your host, Randy, and with me today, I have my co-host, Krista. Woot! Have a snack, sit back, and relax. This episode was recorded on Sunday, October 20th, 2019. Late night. It's not that late, it's like 9 p.m., but yeah, it's later than usual, right? So uh, today's episode, um, kind of relevant to our lives, um, you know, just lately, I guess. Uh, sometimes for work we travel, uh, as a lot of people do, I'm sure. But um, I just wanted to have a quick discussion uh, episode again because these turn out pretty well and get some good feedback on these, especially when I have my sweet wife here. It's pretty awesome. Aww, everybody. Aww. No sound effects. Yeah, we, I mean, not from you, but I mean, I don't, have, I don't do all the, we don't have a feed coming into the mixer. We could do that. We have like, uh, what, 15 more channels we could fill up with sound if we wanted to, but we don't, I don't know. I think we might do that later on. We've gotten some people say that they, they think it would be kind of be cool to spice it up a little bit. What do you think? You want some sound effects? How did how are we talking about sound effects and not your sweet wife? Well, because the what awe, happened? Well, the awe for my sweet wife. I know, but I don't like, have it. Just focus on me and not your sound effects. Well, that's I like toys and like <laughs> little gizmos and you know that. <laughs> um, I'm just teasing. But yeah, since the last time you're, um, did we do an episode after? This might be my first be wife first. E- episode. Yeah, because I mean, I was sick for a couple. I mean, like it didn't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I've been on here since I've been a wife. Yeah. Well, it's it's pretty awesome. It's uh, besides me being sick and um, it has been pretty awesome. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Like and just uh, lots of it's wedding season for us. We've been to quite a bit of wedding activity lately. We've been to three in like the past month. So, but ours was the best. For sure. I mean, no shade. And everybody tells us that. It's not you just saying that. I mean, everybody that's been, and, and I mean, wow. <laughs> I've never been to a wedding like ours. And, and you know, good job to my uh, sweetheart and her family and our families working together to make this the coolest, coolest wedding ever that we wish we, uh, all of our listeners could have been invited. It would have been really cool. Mm-mm. Just kidding. No, it would have been too crowded. It's like already just under 600 people, I think, or under around 500. All right. Yeah. Enough about us. All right. Enough about us. But well, you're back, and it's great. So, um, we I'd like to just talk about like really something really simple. I just I just thought of it, and I said, "Hey, you want to do this episode with me?" And it's more or less just about working while you're traveling, and that's it. It's um, but like, and how there's pros and cons to it. I want to get some feedback from somebody that travels more than I do for work, and that's my wife. She travels a lot. She's traveling to Japan, Portugal, all over Europe previously she's been around everywhere and for work and flying on planes uh she's definitely used uh in-flight internet more than i have and that's kind of what i want to touch on i've used it a few times i don't know probably half a dozen times right and i want your feedback on it as to um for our listeners as to if you think it's worth it i got some opinions on it but i don't think mine are as valuable at this point so um many of our friends and family though they can't stop working and I often find myself supporting them while they're trying to get something to work while they're at the airport or on a plane. It's always something there's people are just needing to work. They need connectivity. So is working while flying or even at the airport worth it? That's basically what we're going to talk about here. 
So if you work for a company that's paying for you to work on a plane, you know, if they're paying you money while you're working on that plane, will they make it back for the duration of that duration of that flight? I don't know. I mean, that's kind of like the case for it that I wanted to discuss today. And, you know, like maybe, for example, an hour flight from Detroit to Philly, you know, uh, how much work could you actually get done on that flight when you have your usual interruptions, such as the limited space sitting close to everyone, you know, you know, the whole spiel where you can't do stuff while the person's talking and, um, but then again, it might be hard to relax on the plane. So I don't know, maybe you'll feel more productive keeping busy. Just an idea there. Um, so there's more on an increasing amount of flights. There is internet available. That, that's it's going. I mean, Correct. it's happening. Think think back to two. Think up ten years ago. There's there's some numbers here I have from a website that I'll just put in the notes. But th- ten years ago, it was like barely any, and now and you know it was starting to pop up, kind of right. And now it's like okay, a lot of them. I mean, I don't know. Don't most Delta flights? Would you say that you've been on have the availability? I think Delta for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think most flights do. Even I, I mostly fly Delta, but United I know has. Wi-Fi, and I'm sure all the major airlines do. Yeah, and they all have different rates from what I was, I was kind of looking at different prices here. And while free messaging is available on, I, allegedly, uh, Alaska Airlines, Delta Air, uh, Airlines, and Southwest, the free messaging being Facebook Messenger generally and iMessage. So if you connect, you can just send messages because they know that's minimal bandwidth. Um, more domestic airlines levy a charge, it says, for accessing um accessing accessing the internet for email yeah just give me more caffeine um and streaming most of them from from what i would understand from an it standpoint they don't offer streaming at this point but they plan to yeah nobody you can't stream on anything trust me i've tried (laughs) you can't stream you can't watch america's next top model marathon on youtube come on i know it's rude and you're paying like i don't know 20 something dollars a day for that like i mean Okay, it's in the sky. I understand you're in a, you're in a limited space with people, so it's yeah. I could see it's hard to bring that much data bandwidth into a plane. But uh, Southwest Airlines, from what I understand, charges like eight dollars a day for its Wi-Fi. But when I looked at when on our last flight, it was Delta, I believe. It was like twenty one, maybe twenty one dollars for the, the the whole flight. That's if it's over three hours. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why there's that big of a price difference, especially with Delta being a pretty big airline and having the pull that they do, but um, yeah, it's there. So you, you can have it on a lot of flights. Now, do you find yourself working on flights? Do you Would you say if you have a long flight and you're trying to maybe get some rest on the flight, or do you find it more valuable to work on the plane? I think it really depends on what you are, what's happening. I think it's easy to answer emails on a plane. I mm-hmm. think that we have smartphones, and if you have a bunch of emails you need to get through, depending on your job. I mean, some people's jobs are just emails. Um, You know, if you're a doctor, you can't perform surgery on a plane. Um, But for me, I could easily knock out a ton of emails um, on using Wi-Fi and and getting a lot of stuff done if if the office is super busy. I also think there's something to be said about getting that rest, though, because if you're flying and you're going to go straight into a meeting or go straight to set or go straight to whatever, then you can't be a hot mess. So it's probably worth it, depending on if things at home are super busy. But there's something to be said about getting some rest and just taking time to kind of take a deep breath and check out for a second. Because, you know, like you said, we're all super addicted to our phones and to email and to work. And I think that there's something to be said about, you know, just cashing out for an hour or so 
Yeah, I think that's great. That's for me, a person that, you know, wants to stay active on the plane and feel like I'm being more efficient that way. Maybe it could be in the long run. And if I, something I practice that I, I kind of want to start practicing what I preach. And I always say like meditation sounds cool. I don't do it. I've read about it and I keep saying, oh, that sounds great. I need to do that. This mindful medit, like mm-hmm. maybe I could be meditating on a plane. I, yeah. I've never tried it. I, I, I'm, I'm too wired to do it. Right. You know me. So, but yeah, maybe I could spend time to focus on the, on the flight in that aspect. And then when I get off, I'll have energy that I could just more efficiently use it when I get off the plane at work. Mm-hmm. Like I'm arriving. Okay. I'm just going to be focused. I'm going to be ready to go. I'm not going to be all wound up and an email that I sent when I could just do that later. Yeah. I mean, you just have to be able to tell like what's urgent and what's not urgent. There's always work to be done and not everything has to get done that second. So I think that we can't, and I don't think companies expect you to work 24 hours a day. I think they know that there's benefit to personal time to, so I think you just have, you know, decide if you're super busy and and you need to rally, then you rally. Mm -hmm. And if you don't need to rally, I think it's, to your benefit to kind of check out, turn your phone off, take a deep breath. Um, and if that's the only time you can do it is between trips and while you're flying, then I think you should. And, and another thing, like turning off the phone kind of made me think, what happened to all that talk? Like, you know, like the, almost like the Alec Baldwin incident or like when somebody on the plane's like, I'm not turning my phone off. Well, is it really necessary to turn our phones off now that we're going to have wi-fi on planes and now they're going to encourage it well they don't tell you to turn your phone off they tell you to put it in airplane mode right the but i've radio. never turned my phone off ever mm-hmm. um and i think it's just a cautionary thing that they assume that some things could cross wires um so it's just for safety and i don't think they want people talking on their phones and so mm-hmm. but yeah you don't have to turn your phone off anymore but you they do want you to put it in airplane mode so i wonder if that's still going to be people understand the difference you know, between, okay, airplane mode's going to shut off my Wi-Fi, but then I can turn my Wi-Fi back on without turning on the cellular radio. So it's still technically in airplane mode just with Wi-Fi. No one understands that. So that's what's kind of, I, 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 I think people are going to be like, wait, what? You're hypocrites. But I don't know. I don't, I, yeah, Wi-Fi has been there for 10 years. So yeah, maybe, you're, maybe they'll just, they say, keep it in iPhone, Wi-Fi. I can't talk. Keep it in airplane mode, but you mm-hmm. can turn your Wi-Fi on after that. Maybe they'll explain it to people. Yeah, they do. They've okay. gotten a little bit more savvy at it. Yeah. Okay. Um, but sometimes it's actually like a blessing if the air, if the Wi-Fi is not working, if you can't connect. I mean, you need to be able to disconnect. Yeah. Especially when you're traveling for work because it's very hard to, you get exhausted very easily. Um and usually when you travel for work, you're working really long days. Mm-hmm. And I think it's that I, in particular, you know, you've flown with me quite a few times now. It's I find it hard to relax on a plane myself. And it's not because of the temptation to use the Internet, but it's just because I'm nervous about a plane at first. But I've gotten better at it. And it's like I eventually want to get to the level where I can just not sleep. Yeah. Where like I can just I do. Sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's that's an, that's a talent to me because I'm just too. And I know, I realize I have no control over the plane. There's nothing I could do to, to yeah. stop the plane from doing whatever it's going to do. So, like, yeah, I, I need to, like, just learn to let control happen. Just go. Can you let that, can you learn how to do that, like, in all aspects of your life? Not just when we're <laughs> flying? No. When, when I mean, can you learn cookie, to relax? Are you going to, like, I mean, if, if I see a cookie, how do I behave? I'm just like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, yeah. You're a maniac. We went to Chris Belly's. I mean, what happened to me? I just turned into another person. I need help. So, um, 
with the so I was looking at some different things um, about the offerings of Wi-Fi on planes, and I, I contacted GoGo InFlight when we were on that last flight together. Yeah, and they said they plan on adding the ability to stream soon. So I was thinking, like, well, if you can't stream, that takes away a lot from people that generally use the internet. I mean, most people on the internet use YouTube, like, or that, like, that's the highest one of the highest visited sites on the internet by far. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, you don't have YouTube, but some companies like to cite videos on YouTube for company, you know, just a PowerPoint slide, or it might be referenced or embedded in a PowerPoint slide, yeah. right? You do it. Um, I do it. Like everybody at my work does it. Um, those are important to some people. So it's like, maybe that's a good way to just say, I don't need it. But also is it, if you're getting a lot done at work on the plane, is it worth the four or $500 a year that some companies pay for it? to have um i think that there's rumors that it might be free eventually anyways and free being we're the product i'm guessing there's going to be some form of advertising or something has to pay for it right yeah i think delta and united now are doing like an app you get free wi-fi if you're in their united or delta app mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you can watch movies in the app right so i think there's like some they're trying to like control you within the app I think it's kind of a Netflix scenario, maybe. I don't know how this works, but maybe there's a little server on the plane. So, like, a little hard, like, everything's stored locally or cached, kind of like how Netflix does at some ISPs, and you're just pulling it in from within the plane locally. Just like how we, you know, like how we could stream to your, you know, devices in your house. Yeah. Kind of, kind of like that. I think that must be, I mean, it can't be pulling in super amounts. All of a sudden, they're just allowing streaming. Maybe, though. I don't know. But, um... I was reading on CSNBC, there was an article from, it said back in May, Delta was testing free in-flight Wi-Fi. So I don't know if that's the same uh, capacity or if this is outside of the plane, like not just the catalog of movies they offer. Mm. Um, But yeah, I don't know know enough about how that works, but I I know what you're saying. Yeah, I I think I did see those free offerings that you were talking about, like where you can click on my flight and see how far you are along the, the route and um, yeah, that would be really cool. And I still think that's a great idea just to have the, that's, that's cool to have that. That makes the flight tolerable. So, I mean, I think what people have the hardest time with is takeoff and landing and that's when the Wi-Fi doesn't work. <laughs> so that's when they should let people do it. Like that would put more people at ease is they were distracted. Yeah. Um, because people like, are like, Oh, I hate takeoff. I hate landing. But if you're just, if you're just distracted with your phone or something, it could help. Right. And another, um, I, I was reading also that millennials and younger generations expect free Wi-Fi access everywhere to begin with. They just yeah. do because, I mean, I mean, especially when they're traveling. And uh, uh, Kelly Soderland actually said this, uh, a travel trends expert with Hipmunk. She said this, much like hotels, which have been successful in leveraging consumer loyalty through free Wi-Fi, I would expect airlines to follow suit and meet that demand. Yeah, so like if you're a Hilton Honors men- member, you get free Wi-Fi at Hilton hotels. Right. Okay. Okay. So Delta, should, that's what they're saying. Like, right? Like Delta, if you are if you have a Sky Miles number, you get free Wi-Fi, and it just encourages you to sign up for their loyalty programs, mm. and then you're more likely to spend with them because you have points with them, and it's you know that's how loyalty programs work. Clever. I mean, I. I would sign up. I would totally, yeah, I would too. It's like, what is it costing me to sign up? Well, here I go. That's the first part, right? And then they got yeah. you. And, they got gotcha. you. And good. I mean, they I'm not gotcha. saying it's a bad thing. It's, I mean, just like Speedway. I tend to go to Speedway to they buy my gas, get right? You. Oh, that's, because you get free stuff. The the cat's like, you're you're scaring him. He's like, Vic, are you part of a loyalty program? Chicken meows. What do you want? Meow. 
<laughs> what if it picked it up? He's like, um, so, um, yeah, back to like the whole loyalty thing. Yeah, that's that's what the first one I noticed was T-Mobile and T-Mobile partnered with GoGo Inflight. So you so people would be more likely, I would think, to fly with those flights if they want the Internet that bad just to get the free, you know, to save, yeah. I don't know, 15, 20 bucks on their flight uh, Wi-Fi. Well, here's a little life hack. This is this is what I do. And I do it often. Um, I think on the last two flights I did it. I write back to GoGo and and I'm being honest because the internet, uh, in general, in-flight Wi-Fi sucks, and I'm not sugarcoating it from, like, my expectations of how an internet connection would work. It doesn't stay connected. It does not stay connected. Well, I mean, and not just the 10,000 feet rule. I'm talking when it's on and it's supposed to be fully at its operating capacity. It's not working well. And, um, you know, I don't know if it's like cruise ship internet. You can compare it to that, but um, it's bad. So, um, but GoGo offers it. Or uh, T-Mobile, and they still do. If you're a member, a T-Mobile uh, postpaid member, uh, that's not a prepaid member. As you is T-Mobile still a thing? Oh, uh, yeah, they bought. I think they bought Sprint, or they're, oh. they're, they're it's it, they're gobbling up another carrier. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Yeah, it's only gonna be like three carriers, like the big three it's auto. Thanksgiving gobble gobble gobble. What's it with his whispering? Oh my! Uh, so the yeah, two weeks ago I was whispering when I was in Wisconsin. I was I sounded pretty creepy. I don't know if you heard the episode, but I had to whisper because. I'm considerate, and I didn't want to tick off the people up in the hotel room. So I was whispering, and hopefully they didn't hear whispering in the next room. That would be creepy for an hour of just whispering. Like, what's this big secret? Um, so yeah, GoGo is one. If you have, if you're a T-Mobile customer, you might. I know you have it. Look into it. It's pretty cool. If you're gonna fly, um, it's just got to be GoGo provided internet on the flight that you're on. But you have it. It's yours. It's free. So um, yeah. With that, I would like to thank our guest. Krista for putting time aside to join me here today and to listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. You, you don't really listen to it. But... I listen to the podcast. Okay, you do. Right. Um, but also, um, I'd like to thank everybody out there for listening. Let me ask you this. Okay. Do you think Ubers will start having Wi-Fi? Because, like, when you travel for work and you get into an Uber, like, it would be really convenient. So I thought about that while I was traveling and I got into an Uber um, do you think that's something that like car services will carry Wi-Fi? That's a great question. Thank um, you. you know, I, it, it there's a, there's, I think there's a fine line between if they're going to provide the cell phone for the, the Uber driver, because why not just track that if you're paying us a, a data plan already to offer Wi-Fi to people in the car, mm. you know what I'm saying? So if they're going to do that, it's like, are they going to be servicing phones now and being charged those phones? Right now, they got it made in that they got their users using their own phones, and they could just say it's your oh. problem, buddy. I don't know. I, I, I'm looking at it from the technology standpoint. Oh, that's a good support. point. But, I mean, also, they could just start um, paying drivers differently if they have a Chevy or one of those vehicles that has my Chevy app or a built-in Basically, it's a, a USB dongle built in there. That's a Wi-Fi hotspot. All these, like all of my vehicles in the last five years, have had it. Mm-hmm. So they just shut off this. But it's AT and T internet, and I've I've had some mixed uh, uh, results with it. But it's cool. I mean, it's cool. So yes, if I was an Uber driver, say say I took my vehicle, my uh, my Chevy, and I started driving it for Uber. And they could say, hey, if you provide your hotspot to users, maybe we'll give you five dollars more or five percent more. That's that's great. But how much data? Because I don't know. Yeah, I think that's a possibility. And they could just say, has Wi-Fi, and then put that on yeah, your, on your like, driver tag. It's not just about flying. Like, you might take a bus. You might take a train. Mm-hmm. You might take a ferry. 
Yeah. I mean, oh yeah, that's I was I was looking at that last week. That's true. It's uh, and that's kind of what sparked this episode. You and talking yeah, you're about fairy. Well, remember I was talking about so in uh, if everybody here listening is not from the Midwest, like we are, we have like the fastest or the first fastest ferry in the United States that goes from Michigan to Wisconsin and back. Does she have? Like Tinkerbell dust? Oh, it's not that kind of fairy. <laughs> no, it's a boat fairy. It's Julia Roberts from Hook or something. Or is a fairy just a big boat that carries cars? Yeah, I mean, there's like the ones I grew up with because I, I live closer to Canada than you. I lived like minutes from Canada, right, in Port Huron area. We had one that would carry like ten cars, maybe, uh, to Sombra, Ontario, and we would just, you know, that was. But this one, I've never been on it, but I've, I've, it's, it's like it looks cruise ship sized for cars. And then you park your car, you go up on the top of the deck for a couple hours, and you're already in Michigan. So it's like it cuts off um, having to drive for two and a half hours of your trip. It's basically the same amount of time. But I look at doing that because of what we were talking about right here. Is that you want it to work instead of drive. Right. And it's like it came down to it. If, if you and I both, if you went with me and we took that car, it would be about $325. For us to both do that, because you're paying 100 for the car, 100 per person ish, and it's like, I don't know, it's close. To, it's roughly that it comes up to like it would be like 325. I was just like, yeah, we'll just drive. Yeah. I mean, if if I had an emergency at work, I could stop at a rest area. I could tether my phone. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I think you're. It's funny because you're looking for chances to get connected, and I'm looking for chances to get disconnected. Mm -hmm. I love when the Wi-Fi is not working. I love when I'm traveling. And we're in the middle of nowhere shooting something and I can't connect to data or to Wi-Fi or to anything. Yeah. Because we are too connected and we can't be going 24 hours a day. And, and when she says shooting, she's not shooting animals or wild game or hens. <laughs> she uh, she works in, in a media production company. Let's just keep at that. And uh, does a we're lot of yeah. filming. Yeah. Some big some big deals out here. I'm a big deal. I'm a big yeah, deal. Yeah. Not like my little snapshot camera. This is like... Uh, a production company <laughs> just with an iphone camera yeah yeah you're fired all right it's i like, wish i was fired don't say that on the air just kidding <laughs> there you go you love everybody i love everybody and um so there's a balance i think the net here is don't kill yourself to get wi-fi access and be okay with disconnecting and if you need to rally you can rally mm -hmm. I, I yeah, and I know you're right about like what that, about everything. No, 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 no. Not about cookies. Not okay. Okay, you're you're right about a lot of things. Remember we said that on the on one of these previous episodes. I could pull up the uh, all right transcripts. No, listen, though, listen, listen. You're the one who made this go. I was gonna I was gonna totally. Cut I know, this but like off. if you're gonna make me like do these, I'm gonna want to talk more than two minutes. I, well, I'm glad that's what we need because we're gonna be starting to get more people in here now that we're finally like having. What a life. was your point earlier? When I was saying you were saying I was right. Okay, so about the when I was talking about the meditation, it made me think back to that. Mm. That's that's where I yeah I could find my balance. I need to do that. It's very hard when when you work in the technology industry and it's like people, it's instant gratification in every direction. Yeah, of course. That's just how I'm wired. That's how I've been. Yeah, your job is very like go go go, but maybe you should like set a goal. That before the next podcast, you meditate like three times, and then you can talk about it. Maybe you could try out like three different apps, mm -hmm. and you could do a whole podcast about the different meditation apps. I just think I haven't done it successfully yet. I think that's what it is. It's like I have I've thought about it too hard. Uh, yeah, you overthink it. The process, right? Yeah. <laughs>
Yeah. No, you're right. Oh, I and, know I'm right about everything. Well, because I've mentioned it since since we met. I was like, yeah, you know, this meditation sounds like a great way to. But maybe you should like tell the listeners. Oh, it's over. This happens every time we hear the music in our ears, but you don't hear it. So it sounds like we're being shoved off the it. stage. It's rude. <laughs> yeah, but I can. But drag you should move. maybe commit to something. Mm-hmm. So you know that in two, like next week or the week after, you do a podcast on like two different or three different meditation apps. Right. I could do the apps thing, but there are a million meditation podcasts but. ever since. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, there's some really good ones out there that I actually listen to and I, I did for a while and they're, they're, they are inspiring. I think it's I think it's cool. I could try the app thing again. Maybe just pay for the subscription and not be a cheapo. Right. Remember, remember I was talking about the subscription with you. It was a while back. We're like, oh, they they charge your iTunes account like seven dollars. Yeah, I probably said to do it. And you probably were like, I'm going to go get a cookie. Right. It's like seven dollars or heart attack. Maybe I should just pay the seven dollars. Oh I'll pay the seven dollars. Well, thank you. You can here give me an iTunes gift card anytime soon. Right. Yeah. <laughs> OK. So, yeah, I'm going to get that music to stop fading. All I have to do is click this little red <sighs> mute button. And it won't okay. happen. I just don't do it. No one knows what we're talking about, but us. It's fine. Yeah, if you guys had these headphones on. Wow. It'll rally your brain. So if you're a new listener to the Manly Hanley podcast, we would love to hear from you. Visit our website and you can go to randyhanley.com. You'll see the subscribe box right up on the right and leave a comment while you're there. Uh, also, be sure to subscribe to the newsletter. Follow Randrums on Twitter. I never use it. Say that every episode. And be sure to like the Manly Hanley podcast Facebook page. Another one I haven't mentioned is that I have a Michigan podcasting enthusiast Facebook page. So I encourage anyone from Michigan that is remotely interested in podcasting, check it out. Join it. It's fairly active. We post every Monday and Friday at least with some uh, abilities, uh, opportunities for people to share their podcasts. And there's a lot of good ones that are uh, growing on there. Uh, Some very, very, very awesome ones. So thanks a lot for listening, everyone. Have a great day. Woot. Woot.